Welcome to Mixed Noise, episode 92. Today's April 8th, 2015. I'm Marcus. I'm Jesse. And are you praying to me yet, Jesse? Am I praying to you? Yeah. Because weren't you right about the Super Bowl? Uh-huh. You directly, and you're right about this goddamn tournament. Yeah, I, I was right about the Super Bowl exactly. Yeah. Zach score. This one just saying, yep, Duke Why won. aren't you making money off of this shit? <laughs> because, Jesse, I can't use my powers for evil. And, and and trust me, if I make money off of this, I will use it for evil. <laughs> you should just, like, one bet a year on, like, the biggest events. Like, you have to choose one event, because it seems like that's what you do. <laughs> like, you, you just choose one event, and you choose the winner, and it tends to be right. And I think you should just bank on that. And then retire I know nothing by the time about the thing, but I will, know, I will get it right. I'll get it right this time. Try it one more year, just for fun, and then next year bank on it dude next year go pro got it yeah yeah go pro got it man. as a matter of fact we're gonna test it to the limits we're gonna test it come in may 2nd what, um, may, what mayweather winning <laughs> yeah we're gonna, about? we're gonna see how, how good you are at this thing here oh man the pressure's on the pressure's oh, man. on you gotta get it all right is it mayweather by decision mayweather by knockout and if so which round really that specific all right you gotta give me some time on that one my divine powers don't get that specific most of the time, unless it's the Super Bowl, which I've seen I stuff to... of. I don't, I don't, you know what, Jesse? I don't know if I've even seen a full boxing match. Like, <laughs> this from this the start, is why it would be perfect. This is going to be perfect. Imagine you're right about this. I'll lose my mind. I have to take you to the like. I would have to take you to the horse races or some shit. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Next, what's happening tomorrow? Tiger Woods is playing. Is he going to win? Come <laughs> no, on, Marcus, I, give it to me. I can't. I, I can't. I'm feeling nothing from him. He's dead to me. Ugh. Anyways, Duke won. Yeah, whatever. Because they didn't play Kentucky. Well, uh, someone did play Kentucky, and, and they beat them, Jesse. Sorry-ass Wisconsin. Yeah. I guess because... Wisconsin's better than NBA teams. Oh, my God. I hate you all. <laughs> uh, I hated Wisconsin. Like, I felt dirty rooting for Duke, too, because I hate Duke. I hated Duke like, for as long as I can remember. And... But I wanted them to win because I don't like Wisconsin and I don't like the fanfare of Wisconsin. I should say there's a, there was a fanfare with them. Yeah, because you know they beat Kentucky and then there's like ambiguous racism thing, like because Kentucky's a full white squad. <laughs> They're a full white squad? Are you for real? There's like at least two black people, and I think those two black kids come off the bench. They're, they're the towel boys who, like, clean up. <laughs> like, yeah. I think they're, like, predominantly white squad. And so there's, like, this whole thing where people are like, they play the right way. Like, ugh. No, they don't. They don't <laughs> stop it. They play the same basketball game. Jesse, it's pronounced the white way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They go to school and they learn. Do you guys not, like, ugh. Man, you know, now I feel like I use my powers for evil. Maybe I should have gotten Wisconsin in there. <laughs> got from Wisconsin. I would have ate my towels or something. I don't know what I'd have <laughs> Ate my hat. And then it made it worse when Kentucky lost, when old boy was at the press conference, and they asked him about the one of the Wisconsin players, and he goes, fuck that nigga. Un under his breath, but the mic picked it up. So it turned into this full-blown conversation about who could actually say the N-word, because you know if Kaminsky said, fuck that nigga, everyone would be upset. Well, yeah, they would. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the rules of the game i don't make the rules okay see i i thought i read that headline i was like well that's ridiculous why would that happen uh, i guess it did happen <laughs> it did and then it turned this whole blown thing like who say the n-word and well what happened to kaminsky said it you guys are gonna play two can't play two-way street it's a slur no it's only it's a slur to black people you, i mean come on <sighs> i hated it man i hated the whole weekend and then duke winning ugh and then you just top it off with, oh, yeah, look at that. 
Well, you know, that's actually the first likable Duke squad anyway, so they have some Is good it? players. Yeah. Why? Are they all black? What's going on? No, they just have some good players, like Grayson Allen, who came out of nowhere. He's white. And, uh... Is there an Jaleel, Asian there? Like a surprise Jaleel. Asian? No, Jeremy Lin's the only Asian you got there, Marcus. And he sucks. He was good for like a month. Where's Yao Ming? Yao Ming, his feet's bro- like gone. He doesn't have any more feet. What, we don't let robots in the NBA anymore? No. And, yeah, I mean, if you count LeBron or Westbrook as a robot. No, Jordan. Fuck Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I like their, I like their team. Julio Okafor, Justice Winslow, and Tyus Jones. And that's a good squad. So, whatever. Good for them. Good for you. Yes, yes. Good Good for me and my team. Me and my boys. We, uh... <laughs> the Blue Devils. Oh, man. we. You know, it was hard, Jesse. Um, you know, sometimes I lost faith. I lost a little bit of faith here and there. But you know what? What brought you back? You know what brought me back? Mm-hmm. Just, just my belief in me, really, at the end of the day. I said, That's... no, Marcus, you made this. You made this prediction. It has <laughs> no, to Marcus, be true. No, Marcus, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Look in the mirror and said, no. You can't let yourself down. Not now. They have you fucked up out here, man. You the man. You the warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you prayed that what brought you back to faith was you praying to the fast food gods, and <laughs> that would be they, good. Uh, <laughs> they they answered your your call. Yeah, Jesse. You know what? I get so fucking wasted and like I need Taco Bell now. I need but I can't now. Drive. But and I, it's like, but I can't drive, and so I don't drive, because that'd be irresponsible, just like I don't steal movies. Wink, wink. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so much better if I could just be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay the extra couple of dollars to just get it delivered to me. Je- Jesse, that, that's the dream. That's the that dream? is the future. I don't think I want to talk about employees knowing where I live. I'm just kidding. I'm judging joke. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a bad joke. Um... Because I let Pizza Hut employees know where I live, so. Oh God, you eat Pizza Hut? No, I eat Marco's Pizza here. I don't, I don't understand. Marco's Pizza is pretty good. You should try it. But what do you? But so why do Pizza Hut employees know where you live? What are you doing with them? To, Just I bu- used to order drugs pizza. From I used to order pizza until I was delivered I to see. Marco's. See, I see. Once you were lost, but now, now we're found. Now I'm found. Anyways, it sounds like Taco Bell is delivering. Yeah, dude, they're they're delivering. Uh, that is, um, I mean, I'm looking at the story here. I'm not seeing times. The time is the most important part. They stop like, oh, at ten, we stop delivering. Fuck off. And then don't even fucking deliver. <laughs> yeah, don't even bother. <laughs> Just mail it to me. It'll be the fucking Just same thing. Don't fucking deliver. Like I'm gonna fucking ask you to deliver me some tacos at five o'clock in the afternoon. Fuck out of here. Well, don't I you want a show. healthy dinner? No, dude. Fucking don't. I want like my third dinner of the night from you. I want I want my drunk I want some beefy nacho grillers from Taco Bell meal and that's usually occurs around two o'clock in the morning. So I want a shitty beer in one hand and a taco in the other. Make you that better, happen. You better be delivering <laughs> around that time. Between twelve and two is when your prime time hour should be. They got it, Jesse. They got it. They got it. You know what else I found out about, you know, fast food gods? What's up? Uh, McDonald's has been. I've been writing McDonald's about this for like ever four years now. Four it, years? You don't remember Big Daddy? I, it dawned on me. I didn't remember that. Did they talk about it then? Yeah, the the breakfast. Yeah. Oh man, game changer. But uh, yeah, I've been. Ta- I've been. It just dawned on me one day, and I was like, "Why the fuck does McDonald's not have twenty four seven breakfast? Like, what, come on, just do it." I don't have to. I shouldn't have to have an alarm set. Like, oh yeah, McDonald's closed their breakfast at ten thirty, and they change the times on you all the time. At least that's what they say. You know, it, it no. feels like it. It really feels <laughs> like it. So you never really know when McDonald's is closed between the hours of nine to ten. You don't know. 
So are we sure it's um, ten thirty and not nine thirty? Because I feel like I've gone there at ten, and they're like, "No, dude, we stopped serving breakfast like an hour ago." What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you're bullshitting me. Um, I think they bumped it up to midnight from midnight to nine or midnight to ten or whatever, whatever the fucking hour they decide. Oh, right? They're doing that Waterburger hours at breakfast. I think so. I'm trying to remember if I ever got a McGriddle at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's a reference for everything. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning is when everything goes. That's when bar closes and everything else. You're... You lose all self control. Just whatever. Yeah. Put it in my mouth. There you go. Um. So yeah. Furthermore, McDonald's is testing out twenty four seven uh breakfast, and but it's only in San Diego for this month. They're testing it out to see what's going on, see how it goes, and hopefully San Diego comes through <laughs> and shows some promise that they could actually get this done. Cause listen, man, I want my McGriddle more than I want my Taco Bell when I'm drunk. You know what, Jesse? Uh, for years, for years, I've harped on California just being so full of shit. But guys, it's this is it. This is your redemption. This is it. This is your moment. Don't just don't don't fuck it up, please, please. Don't San Diego though. They have you know, it's the Chargers. That's all I know them as. Oh, like they all have their own San McDonald's, Di- I think, in San Diego. San Diego Zoo. I'm trying to think if there's any good things in San Diego. SeaWorld, but, where we, like, torture whales or something? I forget how that, that movie went, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we imprison whales, and they go crazy, and they try to kill people. Yeah. Yeah, maybe turn them into a McGriddle. Give them, or give them a McGriddle. Maybe that's all yeah, it, maybe they'll be that's happy. All needed. Let's do this. It's 2 a.m. This whale is fucking eating people. What do we do? <laughs> he's going crazy. Oh, look, he's all right. He's okay. Everyone, back off. Jimmy, I'm sorry about your leg. It's okay. It'll grow back, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But... Damn it. Yeah, man. So it looks like fast food does not want me to live past 35. And, <laughs> That's what it looks like. And, and, like and every time, what was that? Every time I think it's okay, I was like, all right, it's easy to quit fast food. They're just going to make it harder. Like, really? Really? It's not safe to go outside, Jesse. No. Not safe in these streets, yo. Streets no. are hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man. Jesse, I, I don't know, man. They, they say McDonald's is, is on its way out, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're losing money, losing money, losing money. They, they're not going anywhere. Burger King was on his way out at one point. Right. So what fast food joints are thriving right now? I don't understand. Thriving? Taco Bell. Where, I, think, I think it's where just is Taco this, Bell. Where's sure. all this money going to? Because Taco Bell's not that great. Oh, I get bored of it, Taco it's Bell. It's because people with any like semblance of money just decided that, no, I'm, I'm going to – I deserve better than this. And they're paying more. <laughs> they're going out to eat and they're going to grocery stores and buying healthy food. Or they're in, they're just buying like better burgers. Like uh, I don't know about this like two three dollar burger. Let me get a five dollar minimum. Yeah. You know? Like water burger and Freddy's. Yeah, In and Out and all that shit. Five Guys. Like they they just jump all on that. Eat a dick, McDonald's, but not yet until you make twenty four seven breakfast. Yeah, you know what? If you guys if you guys renege on that and you decide no, we're not gonna do it after all. Then eat a dick. Then eat a dick until it's time for Monopoly, and then I'm back again. <laughs> Trying to scratch off those millions, baby. What? Oh, I love that shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, but you know what? You know what, uh, Jesse? We what? we did watch some TV in between, like gorging ourselves on fast food. Yep. A little bit of TV. A little bit. There's a something came back this Sunday. My dear show. My dear show. The God, Don Draper, Madman. If you is guys he still a god? He is the god. Don't get it twisted. He'll fuck you up. <laughs> no, he'll fuck you in an alleyway. He'll get <laughs> For <that> real. <laughs> but yeah, Madman came back to bless us with a with a conspicuous episode. 
the beginning of this episode. last like mini half season feels like it's even shorter than normal half seasons yeah it is and it said that only five episodes left i think that's crazy and maybe they're the last one's going to be like a two-hour finale maybe like two episodes this episode I, I, was so so I, weird. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, I'm, I'm, I was trying to get a hold of the timeline based on like where we were last time, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What statues are disappearing? And like, what? I know, but like, I read a bunch of reviews because I try to fucking make sense of what happened in this episode, right? I read a bunch of reviews, read a bunch of recaps. Best one was on Grantland from Molly Lambert, I think. And she's always really good at um re- recaps for Mad Men. Um, the way she explained it was that. It almost felt like they just, you wouldn't even know what if this was like a 1960 episode, you know what I mean? Like back in season three episode, like you couldn't tell the difference. It was that like everyone was just back to normal. And it's weird the way, because the way the first half of the season ended, how like near, damn near disastrous it was. But the season ended and with then, like, we're gonna make it after all. And like, we're all super rich. I don't, I don't think so because the way, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Old boy. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> the way, because he died, and then um, John saw, sees his ghost dancing in the offices, and he's singing the song, The Best Things in Life Are Free. And it's kind of like, yeah, he just he just got off that deal where he um, got all this money from selling the company. But, like, that's not that's not truly happiness, Don. You're not going to get happy off of that shit. And then I guess at the end, like, when it zooms out, he sits on his desk and he starts crying. But we don't see that, but he just put like, he starts crying. Um... So the way that the first half of the season ends, I'm expecting this first episode here is going to take off of that. Like, you know, like, where we're going to go from there. But it doesn't look like no one learned shit from anything. Everyone went back to the same way. Don, Pete, Peggy, Roger, fucking even, um, old boy with the eye patch. Everyone. I mean, a bit. Like, okay, so for instance, Pete. Let me just address that one. When has Pete ever learned shit? I know. And he's like the only genuine dude that you could tell that loves his job, that he doesn't really second guess what he's doing, that he doesn't, he just loves doing what he does. Because a lot of the times, like what we learn from advertising is that, or in the show in advertising is that you got to be cynical, you got to be uh, mean, spirited, and just busy, busy, busy all the time. But like Peggy and Don, I don't think they like it that much. I think it fights against who they are, but they just keep on doing it anyway. I think Pete generally dislikes doing this shit. I guess Pete doesn't count, but it was just weird because even Don's hair looked shinier. You know what I mean? And the way the episode opens up is he's just talking to this girl in her fur coat. And keep in mind, back in the day, Don used to sell fur coats before he got to uh, selling ours, doing ads. So that shit was weird. This whole episode felt like a dream. Well, I mean, part of that's because it, it, it had like a, a dream theme. Yeah. Throughout a lot of it for like not only Don, but for Eyepatch Boy. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, was started thinking that he didn't want to do this anymore. He got fired, and here's your chance. Like he's been talking about this fucking novel, this whole see, like this whole like series, right? Like he wants to make a novel, want to be a novelist, or whatever. And his wife's telling him to be a novelist, and then he just goes back to nope, playing from the other side. <laughs> he had a perfect opportunity. He doesn't do it. Well, I mean, part of it isn't because he knows he's like he's not that good. I mean, he got some good looks. I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's got that good or not. Maybe he is that good. He got he got on the New Yorker and everything. So, well, maybe it's like our boy Noah from the affair. Like that's all he had. Knows. He had a short story in him, and that was it. He still should give it a try. But you know, and then also with Peggy, like who was on that date, and you know, she doesn't open up that much, and she's it's already starting off awkwardly when she chastises him over like not taking the food back or whatever. 
and we know like Peggy doesn't like opening up that much, but when she does, like everything starts coming out, right? Mm-hmm. And she makes a decision. Hey, let's go to Paris, and you know she can't find her passport, or whatever. And so they did delay the trip. And when everyone starts making fun of her, she just forgets like that ever happened. Like she wants to pretend that never happened and just go back to work. I mean, for me, part of it was like, and I guess that also you know plays into that dream thing. So yeah, during that date when she's you know, sort of being a bitch, like why would that yeah. be attractive to anyone? No, you know what I mean. Like the way that that guy sort of flips on a dime and just starts to be so almost affectionate i almost felt like all right the the co-worker told this dude like yo she's rich like get in on that yeah because he's jobless yeah <sighs> i don't know ma'am i just have a lot of theories about this and then we haven't even got to don shit um so like i said don's selling fur coats at the beginning talking to this woman just you know back to the old ways of don and he's at the diner with roger with three women and i'm like fuck man he's out here living goes home and another woman shows up and he fucks her and and because well, he has he has like a bunch like he checks his calls and it's like women after women after women he's like ah that one like he just yeah. has his pick of the litter it's insane and then he has a dream about rachel the girl from season one or two um one of his first affairs and he dreams about her and he's like you're you missed a flight whatever and then pete goes it's time for work and he wakes up right so it's a dream and when he tries to find her and he ends up finding out that she's dead she died of leukemia um meantime he goes back to the diner and this waitress that roger was being mean to like he just like i know her from somewhere and he says it again to her hey i know you from somewhere and then she ends up fucking him in, in the back of the alley because it turns out she's a worker girl i guess no she's not the thing was just that she just she pretty much assumed that because you know they, they left that hundred dollar tip for her and then so that when he comes back and she's like well, all right like she just assumed that they were just paying her extra to to, to, to fuck her yeah, I guess. I didn't catch that. But that was weird. That was a weird moment, too. Just having, like... Yeah, at first I thought Don just had, like, just something insanely magical about him. I know. Where, like, where even though she, like, didn't want to do it, it was like she was just compelled to because it's Don. That's the way they made it seem Don the God. <laughs> um, what else happened in this episode? There's that, there's that meeting that, that uh, Peggy and Joan were in. Yeah, where, like, the dudes oh, yeah, are being like whole... just the, the most like sexist they could possibly have been. It was cartoonishly sexist. Sixties and the seventies, man. I not even though, dude. That was insane. You don't think so? I don't think it was like that. Just constant, just constantly. I think it was, man. No, I think it's bullshit. I, I think know, the, I the way the show's anything. done it before is much more like yeah, it was just like that sort of. Yeah, like, that was given. the way they did it before. It was a lot better than that one, but. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, and then, like you, you would think Piggy and Joan to be like, "All right, like, oh man, that sucked, huh?" And then they get like pissed at each other, like in in the elevator afterwards. Because Peggy's always like always been jealous of of uh, Joan. I don't, I don't think maybe I don't know, but yeah, she Joan's super hot. Yeah, and she blames Joan for like she said she it, Joan can't help it that she's like thick. You know what I mean? Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, she does like overexert herself at times. I guess like she uses it for her advantage. But that's how she became partner. More often, yeah. More often than not, she's just there, and that's just how she is. And it's not her fault that she's that's her body. You know what I mean? But Peggy doesn't see that, and she thinks that Jones just. And maybe that's the problem. The problem is because she knows how John Joan got partner. Maybe that's always going to be a stigma of Joan, and she should have dealt with that. She should have known that. And then she blames Don of all people for that shit. I don't know if she still has some beef with Don anymore. Wait, we haven't but... really seen them interact, so we can't really yeah. tell yet. I, hate, I mean, I, probably. Like, I, used to, I used to like Joan, but 
towards the end of the last season or first half of that season, um, she got my goddamn nerves. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like it, it goes it goes both ways though. Like Joe, yeah, Joan does get all that attention, and she'd like to sort of be, uh, you know, sort of just there the way the way Peggy is. Yeah. And so like that, that's part of it. But then also like when, especially when Peggy said, Hey, you can't, you know, can't just dress like that. And, and like pretty much you were, you were asking for it is what Peggy was going, like that's road she was going down. And, and I, I don't know, man. I was like, Oh, that's, that's a little rough. And then, uh, Joan fires back pretty much just saying, well, that's cause I look like me and you look like you, that whole sort of like, look at me and look at you. And really all Peggy has for that is like, why are you pissed off? Like you're rich. Why do you give a shit? So yeah, man, I I just I I don't really get why they were so like there's you know still um so at odds with each other. It it feels like at this point they would have sort of come to terms with it, like you'd expect them to. Uh, mm-hmm. and and especially I mean they they've worked together you know for quite a, quite a bit now. So it's like why has this not even been addressed before? It's still like in that sort of passive aggressive. I mean this wasn't even that all that passive but it was just you know it's very confrontational in a way that uh sort of felt out of place to me at, at this point in the show like at this late but i it also was a nice little uh, about face from what i expect for after that like little scene with all those sexists right you would think they mm-hmm. they they'd sort of bond over that and I, I did sort of like that they they sort of um threw a curveball there um but like going going beyond the show, like, do we get much like Roger stuff outside of the his yeah, interactions really, with just, Ken? Yeah, him firing Ken Cosgrove, and that's pretty much it. And him being a dick to the waitress, right? But he but like he he left the money to like apologize for it, which is something. Yeah, I felt like I, I felt like he didn't do that really all for show. Like he 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 was a dick for show, and he was like, well, no, like that's not fair. And 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 yeah, of course with Roger, his his apologies are are you know money yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> but i don't know man like <sighs> so l- let me ask you this about don's dreams why do you think he was dreaming of her like now i don't know like it's, i tried it because you know these writers are from the sopranos and it felt very sopranosy for them to do something like that you know mm-hmm. um i don't i had an idea but i lost i this whole week but then coming now i can't think of it it's just that he'd done that he saw uh God, I can't think of that guy's name who died last season. Was that last season? Saw... I thought that was the season before. No, it was this past season or the first half of the season. I'm, I'm, I, we must be thinking of two different dudes. We're not talking about the guy who killed himself. The old man. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, Cooper. Is it Cooper? Cooper. Yeah, yes, yeah, Cooper. Um, he sees him at the end of that se- at the end of that season, right? And he has a dream of her, and he finds out she's die- she's dying or she died. Um. Has some kind of correlation with that, right? I mean, like he has this kind of same way as Tony Soprano had this way when he was in—I think he was in a coma, or he would have dreams. I don't know, but like he—I remember one time he had a dream where he was like walking around, and he saw all these people that he killed or something, and they were trying to get him to this room, which would ultimately be his death. But I don't know, and I'm trying to figure out this episode because I feel like there's a lot to take away from. It's just. Mad Men's episodes are always interesting, no matter how like bad they are. There's still a lot more to take take away from it, I guess. And I don't feel this one was bad at all, though. I don't think it was bad, though. Like I'm not saying that, but it wasn't great. It was okay, but I still think there's a lot to take away from. But I don't know. My fucking uh, manager, she told me she has a theory that Don Draper's dead already. Yeah, and it's a half bait theory, but it's like to entertain it, it's not far fetched. Just the way she. 
one theory, like one part of the theory, is just that like everyone has changed their ways or changed their looks, and the only one to stay the same has been Don. <laughs> like he has not grown a mustache, he has not changed his hair, hasn't changed nothing, but everyone else has. It's weird. Well, maybe that's because Don doesn't way. progress enough as a person. Maybe. See, you could chuck, like I said, it's a half big theory. I'm not trying to hang on to that, but um, according to this article, the finale will cause controversy, says the director. What? What? The finale of the season will, the series finale will cause some, will, will be some controversy. Huh. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I like that, like, at all. It, it feels like it already goes against what the show's been doing. Yeah, I feel very strongly that the way the show ends in culmination of Don's story and the series in a way that is very appropriate and gratifying. Like we did everything we could to execute in the best way possible, but uh, and I'm pretty sure people were going to embrace it. It, is cert- it certainly is a fitting end, in my view. Man, I don't know. I just want I just want Don to be happy. <laughs> That's all I want. Doesn't Don have to lose though? I feel like he has to walk away from advertising. He has to get out of there. But I, it doesn't even feel like advertising is like, it, you know, may not be healthy for him, but it still feels like he's, he has his own personal stuff that, that walking away is just not going to solve. You know, he's sort of done that before you know, on some levels, but it's just not really, it's been sort of a stopgap, ne- never anything that, that had any sort of lasting effect. Yeah. And it sucks because like, I'd be like, yeah, Don, just go to California where you're always happy, but, you know, Megan's there. So California's over, no longer a safe place for him. So I don't know. I don't know where to go from here with Don, man. Yeah, I I don't I don't know either. And like this this episode more than any started really made me feel like man, I need to I need to like go back and rewatch the series again and like pay, pay close attention like in the way yeah, I had it before. <laughs> there's a lot of shit that like in this episode that are picked up by from like previous seasons, like the Peggy and the Paris trip because Don wanted to go to Paris too, and he was trying to go with Rachel, the girl who died in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And yeah, then there's Peggy doing it. There's this this thing I'm reading here where you know where the, the date spilled the red wine on the on the floor? Yeah. That it looked like blood and apparently was like uh where Don had murdered that one chick in that other dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's, like I man that same spot I'm like, all right, this This is why when I and mean, when I read all these recaps, I got even more of a feeling that this episode has to be some kind of like I don't know. It feels it felt like a dream. It was shot differently, it was the music was weird. There's weird music going on, like in intros, like I think they have never really done before. And I don't know, Don's hair was really shiny too, extra shiny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. But this is why I love this show. It's, this is it's... why I love this show because <laughs> the way I am level. afterwards. Yeah, it's just like, man, what am? It's like a fucking thesis statement or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's if the, the rest of the season can keep up like stuff like this episode is like, all right, y'all, y'all did it. Uh, y'all it's really doing a do much it. better. <laughs> it's doing what Boardwalk Empire tried to do. Yeah, it's weird. I can I, I, I can sort of see that that happening. Yeah, it's the same amount of episodes too. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, another point I just want to I want to throw back there is uh part of the reason why it's like fuck off, Joan. Uh, where she's shopping, um, for like those dresses or whatever. Oh. And yeah, she goes back to the same place where she was working at before. Yeah, yeah. And she's like a bitch to the worker there. Like, oh no, like yeah. no, I, I don't. You must be mistaken. Like, she, she's acting all high and mighty. Like. Like she forgets where she came from. Yeah, I think I don't think she forgets. I think well, no, she yeah, I, I know, I know she doesn't forget, but like, it, like she knows she came from there, but she acts like meh. Like that's not me anymore. That, like that wasn't her past. Like that's not who she is. It's like that. Yes, it is. We haven't got Betty. We haven't got um Sally, Megan yet. What about his son? Um, what son? What about that other kid? Mm. There's a son there. <laughs> um, 
yeah, we haven't got any of them, so we'll see how that goes. I'm I don't even know what to expect from the next episode. I wouldn't be shocked if it comes out to be this episode was a dream. That's what I'm banking on. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it's crazy. It's weird. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I I definitely I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the season to to maybe yeah maybe shed light on on this episode or maybe just just to see how it'll fit in at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. I guess that's it with Madman. So yeah, we don't have any other TV. Yeah. And yes, a lot of music though. Yeah, we got we got a we got a little bit of music to music, don't you to go through. I think I got like two two musics two whole musics to 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 oh, go through. I think I got three or four. Three. What are we talking about here? He has he has some surprise shit. Oh, was that part of it? That, that yeah, that was just the two I was thinking of. The one I want to talk about and the other one. What 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 are the two okay. you you're? Uh... I don't have it too. I just have one of Tim and Paula. I'm not even sure if I say it right, but yeah. <laughs> All right, tell me, tell me about that. Um, Tame Impala is one of my favorite bands. Um, they came out with a great album a couple years ago called Lonerism. Haven't really made anything since. That was like 2012. Um, they dropped a new song called Cause I'm a Man. And man, the song is jamming. Psychedelic shit. Really slow groove to it. About four minutes long. Slow is right. I don't know, man. I like their their style. I like it. And I'm excited for their new album coming out. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought it came out April 7th. Uh, I thought it came out the same yesterday. day the song came out. I was like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I gotta go download shit. Um, no, it doesn't have a release date yet. So it's supposed to come out this year, though. So I have that and Alabama Shakes, which I keep repeating to y'all. Can't wait for it. Nope, gonna keep sleeping on them. Wake up. So let me ask you about Stay that song, woke. though, Jesse. When when would you listen to it? Like, where where does it fit in for you? At night, or I'm driving in the car when the sun's still going down. Right, right. So at night, you're driving. You don't you don't fall asleep on the way to or from wherever you're, you're going. What's that? Like at at night when you're driving, you you don't fall asleep to or from wherever you're going when listening to the song. No, I just it's like stoplight music. I like it. I don't know if you know what that means, but like. When you come to a stoplight and this song is just playing out inside your speakers and real slow jam people look at you what the fuck is it listening to yeah man I'm listening to this shit <laughs> take what you know about this <laughs> speed up alright well, we'll see how that album turns out is this all supposed to be a certain way do you know pretty sure it's gonna be like their last album Monarism which is pretty much psychedelic sound psychedelic shit right right alright all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so the art, the artist I found today was Ike. This is for pie heads and corners. This game's zooted. Even the loners all alone asking God for a solution. This for all my niggas at night, ya. Niggas stacking that naira. Waking up in the morning, eating akara with that my mind. Playing soccer on dirt roads. We just sipping them matzahs. We trying to. And again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's I K E Y. Um, and he dropped a an, an EP today. It's a uh, green card EP, um, and I, I, I dug it. it. It's strange, so like the way this thing starts out, like I, I you know, click on that first track, and I'm like, it's, it's a little Kid Cudi-ish. Is he a rapper? Yeah, yeah, he's a rapper. Uh, it's, it's, it was like a little, a little Kid Cudi. Uh, I, I felt like a Mexican. 
I don't know. No, he might be like South American or something or like European. I don't know, dude. He's not from here. He's Pat. Yeah, he's, he, he ain't from here. But uh, and yeah, so I heard a little bit of Kid Cudi in, 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 in like that first song, and then it, it would transition a bit to I think a, a bit of Chance the Rapper. It, it's probably a certain vocal style that that I've, I've been hearing a lot more nowadays. You know, ever since Chance sort of made, made it big and. Uh, I don't know. Like so, sometimes it works for me. I'm, I'm not sure if I'd like that being a trend, but I felt like I liked it here for him. Um, the next one, Olodo or whatever again pronunciation, um, definitely had that, that chance vibe going for it. And for me, that felt like a very smooth song, like what you were describing with with, with Tim and Paula or Tommy and Paula. And um, but it, it just it, it was able to keep my attention uh, throughout the whole thing. Part of that is because it does have a bit of a uh, a switch up in, during the song, so it, they they do try to keep it a little fresh. Uh, you know, this um, this EP had another song I, I liked. It's called "When We Were Kings." It's near the back end of the album, and it was a little more upbeat than I was sort of used to going uh, you know going through this whole thing. And it was it was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, one thing I will say about this guy he says the N word a lot, like a lot. <laughs> Like, like an insane amount, and it's weird, it, it doesn't really go with the music, like, the, when he says it, it, it's sort of like, not what you'd expect from this type of music, but it, it works. Oh, I kind of like When We Were Kings right now. Oh yeah? Kind of hitting, kind of hitting right now. Yeah, I dig it, and uh, honestly though, my favorite song from him is something that I don't know, I don't think it's even on this EP, it's a song called Lord, and for me, that was just one of the songs that, like, yeah, I'll go back and listen to this again, EP, the EP is one of those things that I feel works best as a whole, while Lord is the best one that stands out by itself. Okay. I don't know. He sounds he sounds just like Kit Cudi. I kinda like him. Yeah. But I love when we were kings right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty dope. Um that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll check that out. Um but so my my, my surprise for you, Jesse, the the one that I I, sh- I shouldn't I should never have seen this coming. And I phrased that really badly, but like no one should ever have seen this coming because her last single it flopped. Yeah, it got millions of views, but it flopped for what it no, was. No, I'm turning off this goddamn podcast right now if you bring up her goddamn... No. Who am I talking about? No. No. I hope you're not talking about the old girl. No. Which home girl? Tell me. You know what? I have a beef with you, too, before you get into it. <laughs> okay. I have a beef with you. So <laughs> I didn't realize this. I didn't realize it was when you put this on your fucking top ten, right? Air your grievances. Uptown Funk is the worst song ever made. Can't stand that shit. This shit's gonna be played in my hell. <laughs> it's number one, baby. Oh my god, I can't stand that song. The worst song. Ugh. It's like they heard Morris Day for the first time, and they were like, "Let's make that shit." But, can't stand but it. But better, listenable, and all. Respects. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> and I hate you for their success. I hate it. <laughs> Why? Because I called it before it got big on the radio. Oh, I hate it at all. Like I remember, like I when I started hearing it over and over and over, I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is the goddamn song that Marcus was talking about." Fuck Marcus for this shit. <laughs> uh, I like Bruno. I like him a lot. It w- would you say he's that Michelle Pfeiffer? That song. That that white gold. That song's the devil's music. I tell you, <laughs> that's the devil's music right there. Gatorade. <laughs> I'm Tom Funk is the devil. Yeah. Well, Jesse. Anyways, I'm you're talking about now. Carly Rae Jepsen, whatever her name. I is. am. How did you oh, know? I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. 
<laughs> Alright, so you're, you know this, the single I'm talking about, that flop, right? Yes. That I really like you, garbage with Tom Hanks. I've already forgotten the song. I remember Tom Hanks vaguely in some sort of sort of eh, music video. They wanted that shit to go viral so badly. Like that that that's what they were they were hoping on. And it didn't. It really didn't. Because it's not good. a good song. That was the good. thing. It was like you just, if they'd put a better song with a Tom Hanks music video, they you know, they would have gotten what they wanted. But Sorry, Carly Rae. Just didn't have it then. But now, Jesse, she, she uh, came out with another song. All of that. She's got it. It's here. It's back. She said, hey, Taylor Swift, I see you doing that 80s style. I'm going to do it better. What's up? <laughs> have you heard all that? Yes. I, um, I saw her on Saturday Night Live. My dad loves that song. Well, he doesn't love it, but he likes it. And, and I'm like, I thought we were done. I thought she had her moment. It was over. And here we are again. Don't you say that she's doing a better job than Taylor Swift? Because I listened to the whole guy. I listened to the whole album, Marcus. 1989 is fire. Really? It is a fire album. When I Shake It like Off is the best girl. song on that album, I don't know if that's fire. I feel like a white girl just moving into a big city. <laughs> when I listen to that album. I don't know, man. I don't know. I gotta listen like to it. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> See that? <laughs> that's always true. Album's great. Uh, I'll listen to it someday, Jesse. If she would stop. Feuding with Spotify. Hey, she she didn't drop that shit on title. <laughs> oh God. Title tried to title wanted publicity, so like someone made a comparison and I laughed my ass off. Is it possible that Jay Z is actually uh who's the who's the mom Bluf? What's her name? Lucille Bluf. Oh. Is it is it possible that he's Lucille Bluf for how unaware he is of who he's trying to get to buy his fucking product? Yeah. He dropped. They dropped a Beyonce song and video on that shit, and a Rihanna song. Fuck y'all. But that Rihanna song is already on Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. So let me, you know, if if they say, oh, one week was the plan all along for her exclusive stuff, then that's not worth like another music service for. And and e- ex- even worse. They keep on using this word <laughs> exclusive. Right. Nah, it doesn't really mean what you guys think it does. <laughs> He's Lucille Blue. <laughs> I swear to God. And, and on the other hand, if that wasn't the plan, that's even worse. Man, oh man, oh man. It's just like Rihanna doesn't want her shit to flop, so like, no, 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 put it, put it on Spotify. Like, I, I, I need it. <laughs> I need those plays. <laughs> because no one's listening to it on, on title. I thought, man, I want, I want Jay-Z to succeed, but no, this is, no, like no, this. I'm not doing it. Although, Jesse, title got like a, a, an extra 100,000 subscribers. Oh yeah, he made money off of that. He made a, a big ass profit off of it for good for. So I guess he did kind of succeed. Yeah, but now yeah. let's let title but, die. Yeah, let's go away. Anyways, back to your song. You're. I mean, I don't have really much to add to all that except like, yo, this is '80s like the stuff when, when we talk about '80s music and like, oh yeah, let's people are trying to sort of mimic that nowadays, but like they don't quite get it or like it's sort of half baked and it's it's very like shallow references. This feels very much like. Uh, you know, it's probably whoever her producer is, but like whoever made this song, they knew exactly what they wanted uh, from from the song, and they knew what they liked from the '80s. And it's it's more of a love letter to it. It it sort of like comes back to like, yeah, we can still make some good shit that sounds like that without it just being straight, you know, a rip. We don't have to just sample the '80s songs anymore, guys. We can make new ones. We can have influence from the '80s. You don't have to sample it. In. I feel you. But uh, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop being a hater. Okay. Cause Megan Trainer released a new her. song, so we can hate her. We can hate that. What? Megan Trainer released a new song or at least a new video, oh, so yeah, we can hate on that. Fuck out of here. Let's focus you the hate on the that. Fuck out of here. 
um i kind of did like a performance on uh what's my call it snl starting out live yeah she made me interested i didn't i see i didn't even know she was performing that song on snl so i, I might yeah. need to go back and uh, check it out see how it, how it went i kind of yeah i was like all right yeah yeah that's that girl and i was trying to i was trying to be a cool guy like no nah, fuck her whatever but i really couldn't like even that song that you don't like i really like you she was jamming to that really and but it was a good performance i'm not gonna lie to you Oh. But like you, you don't like that song though, like normally, right? No. Right. Okay. I don't know. I guess. But I'm weird like that. Like where my opinion can change on like public shit, like either live performance or like an interview or something. Like my opinion about that artist could change, and that happened all the time. That happened with I with you, right? Yeah. Recently on the on his album, like the oh. live performance. I thought she even liked the SNL live performance version yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Like, uh, I felt like who was this? Oh, oh, I just talked about it recently with Sia with Elastic Heart, where it's like, all right, I'll give the album a shot now. Same thing here. Like for that first single, man, fuck you, Carly Rae. And then this one, I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I guess I'm gonna go give it a listen once it comes out. If I'm Taylor Swift, I'm putting out a disc record right now. Can she do that though? There's, there's like too many gifts of her dancing on on she the internet. Diss, it just, she should diss. Her and Katy Perry. It's Kate, Katy Perry's not even doing anything anymore. They hate each other. I know, but like Katy Perry doesn't give a shit. No, only Taylor Swift still record. is still continuing the the what feud? What do you want to call that? The beef? I heard her. I heard her rap on a uh, "Shake It Off." Go ahead, Taylor Swift. Lift those verses off. Just go please. ahead. Hey, hey, hey! Grab Lord. <laughs> Grab your best friend, Lord. And and I know you have Kanye as your BFF now too. And you're also best friends with Kendrick. So <sighs> let's gather all these troops. Put out this record. Just do it. On 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 the Kanye note, if if uh, you know it came out that like Taylor Swift's pregnant, the baby's Kanye's. It's Kanye's baby. It's Kanye's baby. Would that just be it? Like, would, would that be like all right? It for celebrity got no like celebrity gossip is done. It, it'll never get better than this. We've reached the pinnacle <laughs> of that, and we're done. You say that until like I'm trying to think of something off off rip. Um, you say that until like Kendrick is like fucking around with. No, nah, I guess that is it. We're done uh, uh, you can see me like maybe Kendrick like is straight up racist like he is a clansman. <laughs> so what yeah. you you were telling me is that you thought Carly Rae should have just gone the way of of Psy and just disappeared into the night. Yeah, I thought we were done, but it looks like she actually has some talent. So yeah, against all odds, it I, looks like she might have some talent. Because I really hate that song, "Call Me Maybe." I really can't stand it. Do you it. really not like it? I hate it. But Jesse, I just met you. I hate it. And this is crazy. And you know I'm not like I like I like pop shit. Evidently, mm-hmm. I listened to the whole Taylor Swift album this past weekend. You did it again? Um, or is yeah. this the first time? No, this weekend when I was off, I like I when I was driving around, I was blasting Taylor Swift. God, did you go to the mall and listen to 35, it? Thirty-five, yeah, jamming. <laughs> Goodness. So, but no, I can't stand that shit. Is it, it is it because rap's just been too hardcore for you this year? You just had to like pull it back on. I need. Weekend? I hold up, Kendrick. This hot fire is too much. Where's my Taylor Swift album? <laughs> yeah, I need a break. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Nick Jonas could go to hell, too, by the way. What, the Jealous song? Oh, that song's terrible. It is terrible. It's not his right to be hellish. I hate that word. Hellish? It drives, it drives me crazy. What, what, you know that he says, I turned my something music up. You know what he says there? What do you say? No, and that's what I'm asking you, because I, I don't know. I've I heard thought it, it was like, my a chin lot. music. I thought you said chin music. What does that mean? I don't know. Rap genius, hold on. It's racist. I think he's a chair music, chin music. If it's chin music, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Well, why would chair music be any better? I don't know. See, I thought he was saying my G music up. 
My G music? Yeah. It's Jin music! Oh, I can't stand him! What does that mean? John is explaining to Flop Magazine that he learned the term Chin music from Prince's drummer Michael Bland. I don't believe you. I don't believe you one bit. It's, it's when someone gives you attitude, they give you that Chin music. At that, at this point, Jonas stretches his chin to the sky and kind of mimes, drumming his neck vertically with his fingers, chest to jaw, like an historic guitar. Huh, fuck him. <laughs> but the girls love him, Jesse. It's his right to be hellish. I hate Man, I can't stand the writing on the song. Like, I'm pretty sure Sam Smith cries to the song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, is Sam Smith the new Drake? What's going on? I'm pretty sure Sam Smith looks at the on these lyrics and just like, why? Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, this, th- that song, like, there's cer- something about the melody in it. It always reminds me of a better song, but I can never quite place my finger on it. And I think that's pretty much why this song got popular, because everyone's like, oh, it's like that good song I like, but like, I don't know what it is. So this is, this will do. This will do. This will do. No, it won't do. Expect more, guys. Come on, man. No, I'm here already, though. <sighs> Get it. Expect more. Ask for more. Yeah. Are you excited for Game of Thrones? I am. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And it's going to be off the books, so we don't have any people coming out saying all kinds of shit. So, yeah. I, no, I thought, I thought this is still a part of the books, though. Uh, I think it's the majority of it is not off the books. It's see, off the books. I thought this season was catching us I'm up getting, to the books, and the next season it's going to be... I'm getting conflicted reports, man, but I keep seeing up and down, like, reports. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Either way, I, I know where I'm not going to be Sunday night, and that's fucking Twitter. <laughs> it's just gonna be it's, it's gonna be a massacre man it's gonna be mm-hmm. a pure massacre and uh, unless nothing happens but like who knows who, kno- tweet you who knows you, you know tweets. what the, the hound's alive I'm gonna tweet you all the live tweets spoiler the hound comes yeah, back as a ghost that's why I'm tweeting that's why I'm tweeting you all these live tweets I'm, I'm just Sunday. I'm gonna turn off my phone <laughs> unless you literally like break down my door like here watch. hey guess what happens yeah. <laughs> why couldn't you just like have brought the, the show with you no just the spoilers all of them. Now go go watch your show. Uh, I guess I'll just watch Mad Men. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, with that, this has been Mixed Noise, episode ninety-two. Peace. Peace. I am